What's up, everybody? This is Storm Batiste. And this is BA. And welcome back to episode two of season two of Made Man Podcast. We're back. It's episode two. Let's get it. Bring you everything that we think every man should know, no matter if you're white, black. Skinny or fat. These are the facts in everything that we think every man of the 21st century should know about savings, investing, dating, and everything else in between. Cool, cool, cool. So, um, I'm excited about today. Why are you excited? I'm excited, man, because we in season two and we already coming in strong, right? How we coming in strong? We got a whole guest today that okay. we got to introduce. So, mm-hmm. guy that I recently met, um, co-worker actually, turned friend, mm-hmm. kind of put me on this whole different lifestyle, something I'm not really used to as far as like health and wellness. I told y'all we gonna bring somebody on that can speak to that. I introduce yourself now. What's up, what's up, what's up, yo? This is uh, Takai Aziz Dryden. I am a mindfulness-based stress reductionist and um, I enjoy life. Hey, hey, enough said. Welcome to Brooklyn, man. I know you you way up there in Harlem, so it's a little bit of a trek, right? Yeah, yeah, we appreciate you coming out. It really means a lot. Um, Mental health is something that um, I've witnessed personally. Um, what Sky's done uh, last weekend, I was able to witness his um, health and wellness session. Oh, that was session. dope. That was a dope. And uh, meditation is something I'm definitely trying to improve on. So uh, we have to bring the specialists in. Hey, got to hear from right from the horse's mouth, man, yep. because we can only tell you what we think, but it's good mm-hmm. we get somebody that should know what they're talking mm-hmm. about. Yo, yeah, man, I appreciate that. I have a lot to say and a lot to, to share. Um, I definitely don't know it all, but I definitely can come from a different perspective. Absolutely, man. So uh, before we even dive into the topic, you know, mental health, men's health, and stuff like that. Let's mm-hmm. go ahead and run that quote of the day real quick. All right, all right, all right. So, the quote of the day comes from uh, Mary Lambert. Don't know who that is. Mary Lambert. I don't know. Oh, I, I probably should have figured out who that was before I picked the quote. But I think it's really important to destigmatize mental illness in, in any form. I think there's a lot of people that are carrying around guilt and shame and baggage for shit that doesn't matter. Everybody is going through something. Everybody. Had, has had something that they've had to overcome. So let me say that again. I think it's really important to destigmatize mental illness in any form. I think there's a lot of people that are carrying around guilt and shame and baggage for shit that doesn't matter. Mm. Everybody is going through something every day. Everybody has had something that they've had to overcome. Okay. So everybody basically is going through their own shit. So yeah, okay. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna let you take this one first. You that was a long, that was long ass. It was. It was. It was. It was. Um, so um, I think that as we all know, there is like mental health is like not an easy topic to talk about. It has become easier um, currently because it's just like everybody's a lot more aware of like how important it is and how. I guess crucial it is for everybody to be on the same page, everybody to find this happiness and the way they go about finding this happiness is usually through mental health. Um, So I think that this quote is saying that um, everybody has their own things that they're going through. And mentally it may be harder to um, carry those things on their back. So we shouldn't um, stigmatize a person or view them as other because they deal with things a certain way. Mm -hmm. So everybody has their own way of going about dealing with the mental issues they may be going through, but who are you to say that this is the right or wrong way that they um, should go about it? And um, I think the most important thing is that um, this quote ended with, um, everybody has had something that they've had to overcome. 
So in it in the sense that even though like they may be going through these things, they may be trying to figure it out. It's more so about how they come out on the other end. So how they went, how they really, what was their thought process or what was their process period as far as how they overcame that obstacle. So really just talking about everybody's always going through something, but everybody has their own process on how they get through or overcome that struggle. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you some, um, some kickback. Um, I think that there is a certain way you should deal with mental illness, like, because there's a lot of people that have it. Obviously, we all have mm -hmm. some different demon we're dealing with, but at the same time, I don't think drinking or, you know, trying to, like, medicate, like J. Cole was saying, you know, medicate is the way to go about it. I think it's, it's a certain way. Like you said, meditation is a good way to do it. There's therapy. There's people you can talk to, friends you can confide in, but mm -hmm. I don't think that you should just, like, I heard somebody, one of my, um, you know, a, a friend. He was like he was going through some stuff and he just started taking Bacardi to the head. Like mm -hmm. for, he'd go there like every three days, just mm -hmm. taking Bacardi to the head, trying mm -hmm. to deal with the pain that he was feeling inside. Mm -hmm. That wasn't the route to go. He wasn't better because of that. Mm -hmm. You know, eventually he found his way back around. But that's why I'm really interested in today mm -hmm. because we get to bring somebody that kind of shows you the better route that you can take. What do you What do you kind of feel? Yeah, about? so I got a, I got a lot to say about that quote. That quote's very interesting and I appreciate it. Um, I think what she was trying to say, from my opinion, is that, yes, everyone has to that, that, that they're going through. But in my opinion, I don't think anything is too big and or too small for you to carry it on for the rest of your life. I feel like what we need to do as people, we need to learn to do as people, is find a way to let go of all that baggage. It's, it's not even, fuck, fuck baggage, it's not even baggage, it's, it's a... It's a mental boundary that we have to overcome, and what it takes is meditation to overcome those boundaries. Mm -hmm. What it takes is mindfulness to overcome those boundaries. What it takes is self-actualization, because mm -hmm. we as people use excuses because we're lazy, mentally lazy, physically mm -hmm. lazy. We don't want to get out of that that, that slump. Um, and if, even if we do, we don't have the resources to do so because we don't want to look for them. Mm -hmm. So it's a whole entire cycle, and when it comes to getting out of those cycles, you have to literally find a way to do it through self. So people will look outside of self, but you have to look within self, which is so cliche to say, but it's very true. Mm. Okay. Hey, I guess uh, just to follow up to that, like, um, well, just to segue into the topic for the day. Um, so what does mental health mean to you? Yeah, man. So um, mental health, what that means to me, means a lot. But in my own concise way, I think mental health is having a state of mind where you don't allow any external factors to influence your internal. So with that being said, you wake up in the morning and most times people say, I'm stressed or I have anxiety. I don't want to go to work. I don't feel this way because I don't want to go to work. I'm not happy because I have to go to work. So they're using work as a, as, a, as a way to not feel good as opposed to saying, you know what? I have to go to this establishment where I can make money. Why not look at it or view it as a way where it's a positive. Mm -hmm. Make everything positive. So mental state to me is, I don't want to necessarily say making everything positive, but more so making things conducive to your internal scope. Um, making those things productive, making those things fun, making those things happy so that you're never in a state where you feel like you're in, you have anxiety. So or it's stress. like a mindset thing. That's precisely what it is. Okay. So you just tell yourself this is a good situation mm -hmm. and you make the best of it, even if it's a shitty situation. I, I think I think when it comes down to things that you have to trick yourself, the body has functions that, that are pre-programmed. Mm -hmm. You know, the mind, the body has things that are pre-programmed. You're mm -hmm. born with these things. So you have to find a way to essentially trick yourself and influence those things to do what you want them to do. Mm. Okay. As opposed to them doing their automatic functions. Interesting. Okay. It sounds like you're saying like you gotta find a silver lining really in everything and really So it sounds like what you're getting at is like a quote that I kinda live by 
and I'm sorry to like draw this out, but a quote that I live by is like, you know, like life is 1% of what happens to you and the other 99% is how you respond to it. So it sounds like even with the things that you're going through, like you always have to be reflective. You have to be able to get through that situation, but you also have to be reflective in the same way. Precisely, man. I mean, and it's so much more to that. It's a lot more complex, Mm -hmm. but it's also very simple. Mm -hmm. I think that people just aren't aware of the power you have as a human. I don't think people mm-hmm. are like, they don't even want to know. Mm-hmm. And there's no condition that can that can be so bad that you can't uplift yourself and create from that. I think contrast creates. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a fucked up situation, that means you have the most clarity mm-hmm. because you have the most contrast. You yeah. can create mm-hmm. You can create the most. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it from a different okay. angle, man. Wow. Like, So this is what I want to know because mm-hmm. I'm really interested in this. Like, We've been kind of talking over the few weeks. This is my coworker again, so I see him, what, five days a week? Every day, man. Eight hours, nine hours a day. Hey, man, grinding in there. But I really want to know, um, somebody so young, by the way, just how you even found your way to this. Because, man, we in one of the hardest cities in the world to live in. One of the most stressful cities. I'll be stressed waiting on the train, (laughs) bro, in the morning, man. People doing dumb shit. Like, people just doing, like, dumb stuff, Mm. bro. Like, and it's a constant struggle on my way from here just to work in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's like I gotta, I gotta take your woosa real quick at the train stop, and then on the way back for sure. at work yep, dealing sure. with certain stuff. Yeah. So, man, how you even get to where you are yeah. and like just break so, it down? So, so real quickly on that, I feel like New York has been one of the the toughest exercises I had to endure. Um, I've been able to get through a lot, but. So far, this has been the toughest exercise, mental exercise, and I'm enjoying it because I'm gonna come out this motherfucker bucket. Hey, you know hey, mean? Hey. But um, I feel you. so how I how I got here um, about ten years ago, um, I witnessed the death of my father. And I'm, I'm sorry, cause where are you originally from? New Jersey. Uh, New Jersey. I was okay. born in I was born in North New Jersey. Gotcha. Um, born and raised, and I lived in East Orange for a bit. And um, I was living in East Orange and. Had this father figure. My, mm-hmm. my, my real father was in out of jail. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a guy who was guiding me. Um, but he was in the streets, but he was known. So mm-hmm. I was, wherever I, where I would go, I was protected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a brother and I had a sister who was just born. Mm-hmm. I remember one day in particular, um, I was playing like a golf ball. I'm playing with this golf ball and the golf ball hits me in my eye and I have a black eye. Mm-hmm. So I'm praying the night before school like please lord don't let me go back to school please i don't want to go to school my eyes messed mm-hmm. up i don't want to go to school you light skin too <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so much standing out um so i woke up with this crazy feeling man it was it was it was weird so we leave the home our apartment and um my my, my father figure is in this black trench coat he's in front of me my brother's behind me it was all it was all very tactical um and we get in this car and it was like a silver like honda and something hits the window, and it hits the window and like flies like a, it flies past me. But little did I know it was a bullet. I thought it was a, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a game. I didn't mm. know what was going on. Something hits the window, hits my eye, and I'm like, what's going on? It's a piece of glass. Mm. So these two guys in that Audi pull out of a driveway, and they knew exactly what time we were leaving. They knew everything. So they drop, they pull out of the Audi. He gets out the car because I, I I'm assuming he wanted to protect us. Mm. So he gets out the car and his black trench coat pulls out a gun, shoots at them. They shoot him. He falls. Um, my little brother's in the back screaming. I'm just puzzled at this point. I don't know what to. I don't know what's going on. Wow. Um, so he he falls and they walk up to him. They shoot him a few more times to make sure he's dead. Look at me and my little brother. Are you witnessing this I'm, whole I'm, thing? I'm, 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 it's like a, bro. I can. I literally remember all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they shoot him. They look at us. Get back in the car and drive off. So me, I'm like, yo, let's go. Come talk to my little brother. Let's go. Let's go. We gotta be out. We get out the car. Um, my little brother's behind me. We're running, and there's like slow motion. Mm-hmm. So I get out the car, and I'm running past this dude in slow motion. 
and his face is swollen, bloody, gone. He's dead, bro. Like I, dead body, gone. Mm. Um, so I bang on the door um, to the apartment building. My mom lets us in, mm. and she she's crying. She she she, she immediately knew what she happened. She already knew. She immediately just just because she heard gunshots, and we're banging on the door, mm-hmm. so she immediately knew what was up. Mm. She's screaming, yelling, and then um, that was the end of that. So I had to actually move away to Atlanta. Um, because I was a witness of a murder, so I had to move away. Just me and my little brother, my mom stayed behind because she had to take care of my sister who was just born by this guy who just died. So we get there and we're in a very, very tough situation. Like mm-hmm. we stayed with this family who, who barely fed us. Mm-hmm. Um, they had their, their own children, so they would take care of their children more than take care yeah. of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we would have like, we would have fights in the house because of obviously it's a, we're, we're outsiders. Mm-hmm. So there were times where they would literally jump us. Like they, like the, the mom, the mm-hmm. aunt, the, the children would like beat us up me and my little brother cause wait this is family this is extended this, this is ex- this is not even people I barely know this is uh. like this is this is so this is my my real father mm-hmm. this is his girlfriend and oh, yeah, gotcha. yeah, okay. yeah 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 okay. yeah cause uh, he had multiple women so he would mm. put us in different places um so we would tell my dad he didn't believe us He's like, yeah, whatever. Finally, one day he realizes that it's true that we are getting fucked up. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yo, um, we're moving. We pack all our stuff. Mm-hmm. We go to some random nasty home that he just found. Um, no electricity, no nothing. So every night we're eating terrible. We're going to McDonald's. He's a truck driver, so he mm-hmm. wouldn't even be home. He, yeah. would, he would have he to leave. Road. He would have to leave all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have no refrigeration, nothing. Um, and I remember I was scared of the dark, like terrified of the dark. So there'd be times where he'd leave at 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'll be up, terrified, just stressed, just mm-hmm. like taking hella stress because I was just scared. Then they would delight that the sun would come up. I'm like, all right, now it's time to get ready. Mm-hmm. We'll get ready, sit outside, and wait for the for the bus to come. Hours on end, just waiting for the bus to come. Mm-hmm. Not knowing what time it was, not knowing mm-hmm. when the bus was coming, just waiting. Once we got there, I have to ask people for money. Um, eventually, my mom calls me and she's mm-hmm. like, I need you to move back here. Mm-hmm. We're like, no, we don't want to move back with you because we're obviously resenting her. Mm-hmm, yeah. She's like, no, nah, come back. So mm-hmm. we, we come back. She has her own house. She has two nail salons. Wow. She she's doing well for okay, herself. She, yeah, she's doing, yeah, yeah, yeah she's doing well for herself. I remember going to the to the Gucci store and they were like, hey, Miss Dryden, welcome back. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Gucci store. yeah, 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 yeah. It was like it was like that. She, she was doing very well for herself, but it, it's just her and I couldn't get along. It just yeah. that connection was there. She was very angry, mm-hmm. so anything I would say, anything I would do, she would blow up about. And I was and I was a stressed individual. I just had a lot of stress and anxiety. A lot on your plate. A lot on my plate. Um, Saying a lot at an early age. Yes. So and then she, like, she would always push me away like, yeah. do this on your own. Make this happen on your own. So I had, from very young age, I was very independent. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward to high school. My mom's kicking me out the house. Um, her and I arguing a lot. Mm-hmm. I found, I find a guy named Caleb Edge, who's my business partner now. Mm-hmm. Caleb walks into class and this dude's just free, man. Like he's just, He's open. He's receptive. His his energy is crazy. Like so you I, just felt it. Like I what he felt it, in man. The, presence, I, it was, right the presence was mm-hmm. it was insane, absurd. And you, and you thought you were thinking like this in high school? Well, this so this is to me. I just I still wasn't. I knew I had something, but I wasn't aware of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to capitalize off it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until I, I I I saw him, and I'm like, yo, something is up with this mm-hmm. dude. So I mm-hmm. talked to him. I just went up to him. I spoke to him. He's like, yo, your life is your life is going this way because of this, and you're not doing this. Oh, he broke it down. He broke it down for me, bro. So then he's like, yo, meet me at the reservation, which is the woods we would go to. Mm-hmm. We're going to hike. We're, we're we're running through the through the woods, just on some exercise type vibe. And he's like talking to me about my life. Yeah. And everything he's saying is just making sense. Like the wheels are turning now. So he's like, yo, I never been to this class before, but I think we should go to a meditation class at this Jewish community center. I'm like, all right, cool, man, whatever. <laughs> so we go there, and and obviously everyone's elderly, white, 
Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Somehow we, we, we happen to make it through the gates, um, go to the 12th floor, and we go into a classroom where there's all elderly white women in a meditation room. So we get there and they're welcoming. I'm, t- I'm talking to them about my story, about who I am. And they're like, it's okay. It's all right. It's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. I lay down. The lady name was Karen Frank. I lay down, right? And she starts guiding me through meditation. And the second I close my eyes, my physical eyes, man, like I literally woke up. <sighs> Something just happened. Mm. Everything he said, everything that I went through, it all came together in that very so moment, bro. You just- so, so this was just all like... Building up for the most part. It was all building up. And so I didn't you even know it. So you said you're saying that you knew that something was inside of you, but you couldn't describe what Correct. it was. Right. And, and so when you met Caleb, it was just that you felt that was it a similar energy between you two? It or? was the presence. Like mm-hmm. it, like I, I have this intuition, this guide, mm-hmm. and that guide tells me where to go. And it sounds so esoteric, but mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I know how to follow that guide, man. Mm-hmm. Regardless of any situation I'm in, I know how to follow it. Even at that moment when I'm witnessing this murder, mm-hmm. I know exactly what to do. I know exactly where to go. I know exactly how to conduct myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I just had this guide. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I lay down, I close my physical eyes, I literally have the spiritual awakening. And from that very moment, man, I swear to God to you, my life has been absolutely amazing. Changed right there. Absolutely wow. amazing. Like, I've traveled to 13 countries, bro. I've taught meditation all around the world. I've built a brand. I'm connecting with celebrities. I'm, um, I wrote a book recently. It's just everything is coming together. Everything is coming together. Everything has came together. And everything's going to go beyond what I could ever imagine. I'm just saying, though, man, I'm just, it just blows my mind. Like, you've kind of seen all of this stuff up to this this point, And I'm, I'm going to just say it, man. I'm He's 22. Mm-hmm. Dude is 22. You know what I mean? 13 countries. Mm-hmm. A, a book. Man, how many... Name three people you know that got... Name one person you know that wrote a book. You know what I mean? To do that at this age... <laughs> I said, I'm see, I couldn't think of like, nobody. I know personally. Nah. You know, and it's just like... To have just this mental awareness at this age, like... And then it sounds like just... Caleb, sometimes it takes other people to bring out something Absolutely. inside of you yeah. that you don't know is there. It also takes an individual to, to let go of that ego, man. We we as men especially have mm. an ego, and that ego needs to be raised. You mm. got to get rid of that ego. Because if I had an ego, if I was a jock, I wouldn't have gone and spoke, spoke to that guy. Bro. Mm. I, I mean, I was a jock. I played basketball. But I, I had a certain, honestly, I had a certain feminine way about me that allowed me to go and, mm-hmm. and associate with this dude like can you, yo, can you expand on what you absolutely, mean absolutely yeah so excuse me let me um so i think there's a i think to be the ultimate man right mm-hmm. um since we're talking about men i think you have to have a, a side that is feminine mm-hmm. so when i speak on feminine i'm speaking about awareness of emotions because i feel like mm-hmm. in terms of society okay. right just just in terms of society masculine and feminine essentially divided mm-hmm. and we Absolutely. perceive men to, as having as not having the emotions mm-hmm. so just for the sake of this conversation i feel like men need to harness that ma- that, that feminine feminality as well you have to find a way to be a little bit more emotional mm-hmm. so that you can understand your woman but also understand yourself mm-hmm. you have to have that obviously leadership and that and that and that and that masculinity to where you can lead or you can be the man of the house quote unquote mm-hmm. but you also have to know when to let your woman lead you also have to know when to let your your your, your divine awareness lead because mm-hmm. You getting you getting snaps out here right now. Women out there right now. I'm just saying, like, and, I, and, I, and like, excuse me to any of the, the women are listening. I'm not trying to defi- divide feminine and and, and and masculine. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. not trying to do that, but just for the sake of this conversation, somebody will, man. We live in a sensitive sure, society. Sure. Somebody will. That's so for sure. Talk your shit, man. So I guess the question that I have for you is, how does it feel like at that early age to know what your purpose was, or to know that this is what I meant? This is the service or this is the 
um, gift that I'm here to provide to the world at such an early so age. So what's interesting is that I didn't even, I still wasn't even aware of it at, at, at this time. Mm-hmm. But what I was aware of was, was like this awareness, this mm-hmm. like this God, mm-hmm. and I knew to follow it. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, like people will say, yeah, your intuition, follow it. But now, nah, for real, if you do not feel good in a situation, you have to remove yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to go places where you're going to feel good. That's the way to follow your, your intuition. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people are like, no, just get through it. Just get through it. No, man, you're not. You're, you're here for for so long as a human. You have, you, you, you're a human. Mm-hmm. You're meant to feel good. You're meant to be in good places. Yes, uh, feeling bad is a part of you and you're going to mm-hmm. embrace that. But you need to go where, you, where you're going to feel good. That's the only way to follow your intuition, wherever you feel right. So with that being said, it brings me to now. And now I fully actualize my purpose because I've been following this guy for so long mm-hmm. that now it's clear to me. Mm-hmm. Through me following the, right, the, the, the route and that was paid for me, um, I now understand. That's only because I followed the God and mm-hmm. I will continue to do so. It's crazy. I'm still trying to figure out what my like whole purpose is and everything. That's yeah. the thing, though. You know it, man. You know it. You just... Uh, so... I know it. Like I think, I think I'm like a quarter of the way there. But you I, there, I wanna, I wanna like stay focused on mental health. So um, we'll talk afterwards. Absolutely. But um, go ahead with your next question. If you had the next question. Nah, I was just, I was saying like, I'm 20, just turned 25. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, shout out to that. Still trying to like figure it out, man. Um, I know what I like doing. I, I know what I'm pretty good at. But mm-hmm. for somebody to just know like the definite purpose and what they want to do, like you said, you had that moment. And had that moment. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people haven't really had that moment. Mm-hmm. It's like finding that moment. Like what series of events has to mm-hmm. happen for you to experience that moment? Like the way I was brought up, just to kind of touch again on um, the whole masculinity thing, because you know I'm from the South, deep South, Alabama, very traditional in their ways. It's not like New York at all, where people mm-hmm. encourage you to be independent, mm-hmm. your individuality, mm-hmm. LGBTQ. You know what I mean? Like be gay if that's what you want to do. I accept you. Whatever you like, that's you. Down south, it's like, look, man and woman, this sure. is what we do. Anything else in between, right? Is like, and if, if you're emotional, like, that's mm-hmm. okay. Just take that shit in the room. You mm-hmm. know, I, you're a man. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. be a protector. Mm-hmm. Like, if your girl see you being a, mm-hmm. you know, she needs to know that she can depend on you. And so I'm thinking, like, dang, when I am feeling the type of way, I'm just gonna, you know, mm-hmm. harness it. I'm just keep it in. And when I do let it, I'm gonna be in a corner somewhere. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean, hiding from the rest of the world, man. And so, I, so my view on that is, I'm not doing anything different than anybody else, bro. I'm not. I'm not special. I'm not this like superhuman being. I just. I'm just very aware that it, it requires me to be one. If I want to fulfill my purpose, I have to be one with myself. And with mm-hmm. that being said, I have to recognize that oneness means being open being receptive mm-hmm. not believing in one structured thing not not um acclimating to 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 society mm-hmm. i have to yeah. always step out I, I, cont- I have to continuously expose myself my philosophy is mm-hmm. i will easily be go outside naked mm-hmm. but i'm not afraid to ask for clothes I'm going. I'm gonna find clothes. I like that. If I'm I like that. Kate. You feel me? Right I like that. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, though. Like, oftentimes people will go outside and they know damn well they want some clothes. It's mm. cold outside. Mm-hmm. You know you want mm. you some clothes, mm-hmm. but people won't ask. Yeah. People people have that ego, especially us as men. Mm. So I'm not afraid, man. I, I will expose myself. I will. I will. And and for me, exposure is growth. A, a wise man once told me E-square, exposure and experience. That's something I'm going to always get. E-square, what you mean? E-square, exposure and experience. Okay, got you. Okay, got you. It's interesting, hmm. man. So, um, just to kind of add on to that, um, I think my track in mental health has been something that I've been battling with since I was probably, what, eight years old. The first mm-hmm. time like, I saw a therapist 
was when I was eight. And um, this was mainly due to the fact that like I just didn't know how to articulate the way that I felt because I was raised in a household to where like my mom was like super hard on me. So she was just she didn't always come from a place of emotion. Like she was just like, you know, like, you know, I love you. It was never like shown, though. It was more like you got a roof over your head. You got food on the table. So it was just kind of like this is this is how I this is how you know that I love you. Um, so when I went to therapy the first time, it was awful, um, because I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to talk about. And I didn't want to talk to this white man who didn't know me. Um, so as time went on, um, I was, I went to maybe three, four sessions when I was eight. And all I would do in these sessions was just break down and cry because I just didn't know what to say. Mm. Or I, I knew what to say, but I didn't know how to say it. So it was just in a place to where like, I just was always upset. Because I, I had so much I wanted to express. I had so much that I wanted to do and say. But I just didn't know how to. And I didn't know like if I really had a space to do it. Because my mother would just kind of look at me like, Yo, what's wrong with you? Why are you crying? Like, what's the issue? So, fast forward to my teenage years. Like, I was like 16 when I got back into therapy. And um, it was mainly because like I was just in a very... I was at a crossroads for the most part. So, like, I had this... I was in this time where like it was either the streets or it was like I was going to go to school. So, my parents thought that I was going to the path down of um, I was going to be in the streets. So, as far as like hanging out, um, trying to trying to gangbang, um, trying to you know um, just really like be this reckless individual mm-hmm. that didn't care, that didn't that acted like he didn't care, acted like that, like similar to what you're saying, like as far as like emotions are trash. Like, listen, I have to be the dominant male in the room, yeah. but I'm still not saying nothing. I'm still having trouble expressing myself. Um, when I feel some type of way about something, I just kind of just say, like, whatever, like, whatever happens, happens. You can't um, me, though. <laughs> you said what? You probably like to fight people. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was, and, that, and that's, that's another thing, like, I would express my, um, I would express myself through violence. So, mm-hmm. whether that be, like, me fighting somebody, me getting suspended from school, um, or me just um, playing football, like, that was an outlet for me. So, it was just that. As time went on, I just found myself growing angrier and angrier and therapy wasn't really like doing anything for me because like I just still didn't know how to find that space to where I felt safe in expressing mm-hmm. myself. Like even my dad was in therapy with me, but we didn't have like the best relationship when I was a teenager and he was like super emotional, but I wasn't trying to hear shit from him mm-hmm. at the time. So now like I'm in this space, then I'll have I'll have times to where like I just say I just randomly talk about like the way that I felt, but it was just random. And um, I think now that I'm an adult and um, now that uh, I've been in therapy like for about a year now since I've been in New York, that I've been able to really like be reflective in all my experiences throughout my life and like understand like how everything happens for a reason. And I'm more readily able to process the feelings that I was having. So my experiences with therapy although like i wasn't getting a lot out of them when i was a child um i really just had an opportunity as an adult to be reflective like why was i feeling that way in those sessions and this comes through experiences with other people too but it's just that i can't stress the importance of being somebody who is reflective and able to articulate your experiences because it's just that that's the only way you're gonna get it out to like be able to handle the past in order to move forward because a lot of the experiences that I was having when I was a teenager, when I was a child, were showing up in me as an adult. For sure. And I couldn't be stuck in that same place. Like, being moody, 
um, being depressed, like just not saying anything, not not advocating for myself, like it was starting to show when I was an adult. So therapy as an adult, like I made the decision to be like, all right, like I'm seeing some patterns in the, in my behavior, and I feel like I'm still in the same like emotional state um, when I was a child. So as an adult, if I'm ever going to foster any type of meaningful friendships, any type of romantic relationships, I need to get this shit out. So that's what really forced me to get into therapy and start to really um, talk about my experiences and how important it is to, you know, just really be open, mm. being open to those emotions. Like, Definitely. it's okay if you felt some type of way about something. 100%. Like, you need to express it right then and there, though. Like, no matter how it comes off sometimes, sometimes you can't control how it comes off because, like, you're in the moment. And that's fine. But you need to say something instead of being that person that's just like, whatever. I get you. I get you. I feel that, bro. I mean, I I gotta, I have, I respect that, and I mm-hmm. do think therapy is something that people should um should look into if you feel like you need it. Um, me personally though, I feel like so people will go to a masseuse to get a massage, mm-hmm. um, a physical massage. Some people go to therapists to get a mental massage. Mm-hmm. I feel like we as people can mentally massage ourselves, mm-hmm. and if there's anything we're going through, mm-hmm. um, yes, I think it's good to speak about mm-hmm. it. Um, but I also feel like the only way to heal is to face yourself. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times people are scared to meditate because they don't mm-hmm. want to face themselves. They don't want to they don't want to talk to themselves and, and, and deroute the problem for mm-hmm. themselves. They want other people to do it for them. Yeah. Often, it's easier. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier, especially like if you're in a relationship. It's, it's mm-hmm. easy to blame somebody for mm-hmm. the shit that you got going mm-hmm. on. Really it's, it's, you. it's really you the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's much easier. So mm-hmm. I much rather deroute the problem myself. Which can be a gift and a curse. It can it mm. cannot work sometimes. It can work sometimes. I mean, I recently came across an experience where someone in the workplace, you know, spoke to me in a in a very aggressive way, and it, and I could have reacted so much worse than, than I did. I didn't work. I didn't mm. react at all. Actually, I just I took it on the chin. And to this day, it's still bothering me. And I need to express to this person how much about it, it mm. is bothering me. But I think what was good from it is the fact that I was able to take what that person was saying, um, apply it, but also realize something within myself mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the ability to, 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 to breathe to take it to take it to take a jab um, mm-hmm. reflect be analytical and now next time the, the, the next jab that's being thrown is going to be countered you know mm-hmm. so just just being um, a little bit more tactical and mindful mm-hmm. of the approaches that mm-hmm. that we um, we as people come across yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, just just to add on to that like it mm-hmm. had I had to like find it within myself mm-hmm. as far as like before I even took that step to really like take therapy serious because I wasn't I felt like I wasn't taking it serious as a teenager as a child so like really like that self-discovery as far as like i had to take a step back and be reflective in the way i was acting the way i was like interacting with people so like it was on me like i wasn't looking for somebody like i never like my mother raised me to be independent like yours like if you got a problem deal with it yourself so it was just like for me to um really just be reflective and saying like it's probably helpful if i talk this talk through these feelings with somebody like yeah you can do it by yourself but because like you have the self-awareness to say like all right, like maybe I need to figure. Maybe I need a little bit of help figuring out the way that I'm feeling. I mean, one one thing I had to learn to do mm -hmm. myself was was ask for help, man. Yeah, because like I remember one time. So I'm I'm essentially adopted. A family a family has has brought me in a lot. Well, they allowed me to stay with them for a while because I Mm -hmm. I didn't have a place to go. Mm -hmm. Um, which I I love them. I appreciate them. When I first got there, man, they were offering me so much, and I just was rejecting them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. stop giving me money. Stop doing this. Stop. Mm -hmm. And they're like, man, do you do you realize that you not accepting our gifts is actually worse? Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. an insult, like, it's an insult to yeah. me. 
and that 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 changed my whole perspective. My bad, I didn't mean to cut you off. Right no, 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 you good, you good, you good. Like, I, I like that. Though. I was just, I was just like echoing what you said. Like, even when you're going to therapy, like it shouldn't be an opportunity for you to just like vent about stuff that you're going through at that time. Like the best therapy is when like everything is cool mm. because you're re- really ready to readily able to dive into things that you may not have regularly talked about because usually when people get into therapy like they super stressed out they got all this going on so they just want to vent to somebody that's not how I wanted to use therapy yes. because I've taken the time to really like reflect and say like mm. okay it's a pattern going on here yes mm-hmm. yes 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 but I just need somebody to kind of help me like sort yeah, these things yeah, out and, you, I, and, you, I, and I and I don't like I don't I personally I don't agree with people that go to therapy like when only when they're super stressed out about this difficult time in their life because that that's what life is a bunch of ups and downs so for somebody to just say like all right like i know what's going on i know how i'm feeling but maybe to take a deeper dive i need a specialist to help me with this that's fine with i agree, me. I agree. Yeah, yeah but I agree. it definitely takes self-reflection for sure before you can say like Maybe I do need to go talk to somebody. I mean, I mean you think about it, like Floyd Mayweather, mm-hmm. was 50 and 0. Mm-hmm. He still got a coach, you know what I mean? So even the therapist needs a therapist. Even even the person who knows exactly. it all, even the person who knows it all needs a different perspective. So exactly. Yeah, 100%, man. Yeah. And the reason I, I kind of been just playing in the background mm-hmm. on this topic is because, I'm going to be honest, I don't really have that much, like, emotional... I mean, I have a lot of stress, mm-hmm. but like you were telling me your story, like you saw a lot at an early age. You were telling me your story. Mm-hmm. You dealt with a lot at an early age. Uh, I didn't really deal with stuff like that. Which is okay. I ain't come from a two parent household. I came from one. My mom was like raising like shout seven. Out to, shout out to that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's a lot of kids, but at the same time, my mom is she's a queen. Peace Queen be. of finesse, mm-hmm. like peace, peace, because she she never really made us see like any of the like hard stuff. If we had a problem, we could talk to her, and she really helped us deal with it. Like mm-hmm. power coaching, like it was it was great life coach. So um, I ain't really had to deal with like no deep mm-hmm. states of depression, you know, having to you know rely on other people or fight, none of that stuff like mm-hmm. that. Everything was pretty much straight for me. Yeah. So this is a good this is really good for me to just kind of hear from y'all on this, mm-hmm. and I really appreciate it. I want to know though. About the meditation. Yes. That's what I want to dive into. Yes. What are like, yes. so what I want to know though, deeper, to be more specific, because I know yes. it's pretty broad the way mm-hmm. I asked it. Um, what are like the benefits of like meditation? How often do you personally do it? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I know it's going to be a loaded question, so feel free to, if you need to ask again. And then also, is meditation like just something you can do anywhere that you got to have all the candles lit, mm. the house quiet, or can you be on the train with a crazy oh, man at the end? Time, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Kind of like walk us through that for people that just... Mm. Absolutely, man. So as someone who's an active meditator, who teaches meditation, I don't do it every day, man. I, I, I don't feel like it should be a chore. I feel like once you make it a chore, you don't want to do it. Mm. It should be a lifestyle, like working out. It should be a lifestyle, but it shouldn't be a chore. If you make it a chore, you're not going to do it. Mm. You can meditate anywhere from two minutes to an hour, hour and a half, two hours, a minute. Um, it all depends on what you need from the meditation. Um, and then when the benefits, so... If you don't believe in like, if you don't believe in the the cliches, here's the science behind it. So, meditation has been known, and the research is done. Empirical research has been done that it literally increased the amount of gray matter in your brain. And the gray matter is an area with like the most neurons, the most neuronally dense area in your part of your brain. Mm-hmm. And those areas are responsible for your memory, 
for your thinking, for, for most of your cognitive abilities, mm -hmm. right? So with that being said, if you are to meditate more and it can increase the amount of gray matter, that means you're less prone to depression, you're less prone to anxiety, you're more prone to remembering, mm -hmm. you're more prone to learning because you have more gray matter. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think you need to have it all the candle lit. You don't have to do all that. You can just wake up. You can put on, you go on YouTube and put in meditation music and really just follow your breathing. Mm -hmm. Inhale through your nose for three seconds, hold for three seconds, exhale for four. Mentally, you want to imagine yourself laying down, mm -hmm. and and you're laying down, and you can be wherever you are, wherever you want to be, on top of a mountain where you're isolated, on the beach, a bed of grass, and you're looking up at the sky, and your thoughts are the clouds in the sky. Mm -hmm. So right now, if you are not walking, you can't move a cloud, you can't touch a cloud. All you can do is let a cloud to go past. Mm -hmm. Same thing with your thoughts, man. Thoughts want to be thoughts like little ass kids. They, they want to be played with. You don't gotta play with your you don't you, 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 you don't you, you don't gotta play with your thoughts. You can just allow them to just roam, allow them to go do what they want. They're gonna play with somebody else. Allow them, allow them go, just, just allow them to go do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. Eventually, the more you do that, the more you exercise that, you'll get into a space where they don't even want to bother you anymore, right? Because you're intentionally focusing on you and your mindfulness. Mm -hmm. So in between those clouds will be a pocket, and that pocket will be the sky. It will be nothing. It'll just be a blank space, and that'll be your meditation. So it's like working out. You, 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 you do a couple reps and, and you start to see, you start to feel your muscles and you don't see any results, but the more you do it, you're like, oh, wow, I, I'm starting to see something. Same thing with meditation. The more you do it, man, the more you'll realize, um, the more the more benefits you'll see. And sometimes it can happen immediately. Sometimes it might happen within an hour. You might see, you might get inspiration or a thought mm. that you, that you mm. couldn't have. Because thoughts that you're looking for, like the positive ones that, that are going to lead you to the richness, are literally hidden and buried by the ones that are negative. Mm. It's like it's like you wanna you wanna clean up your room, right? Mm. You wanna clean up your mental space. A lot of clogging is happening, especially in New York. It's so much stimulation that yeah. the brain is dealing with so much at one time. Could, as soon as I so moved much. here, as soon as I moved here, I already knew. Like I was so stimulated much. too much. Oh my god! It was just like the loud. The train was like messing. Yeah. The train used to mess with me for a while. Like I just couldn't take the noise mm. of it because I'm thinking about so much. Mm. And then the train goes by, I feel thrown off by it. Like it, it took me a while to get used to it. Right. It's like, why I got to take 45 minutes to go everywhere in the city? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that too. That too. I want to go up the yeah, street. Yeah. It's 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, no. But yeah, man, it's, it's just, it's taking the time to just breathe. That's really what it is for me, mm -hmm. meditation. Because oftentimes we as people don't, like we allow our bodies to automatically do all the breathing, mm -hmm. but mindfully taking control and mindfully like... Mm -hmm. Taking that breath is so important. Okay, we got a little session. What is this? Right? Listen, man, listen. <laughs> ready, what, what, ready. <laughs> if, if you if you focus on abundance right now, your breathing is abundant. You mm -hmm. can breathe as much as you want right now, mm -hmm. as many times as you want right now, until you pass the fuck out. You can mm -hmm. you can breathe as much. That's abundance right mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. That's being rich. Your your breath is rich. That's golden right there. So I guess with that said, um, I've been trying to meditate like since the beginning of 2019. That's been part of like my morning ritual. So it's this. Guy, I can't think of his name right now. This is a 2019 resolution? What is this? 2019 resolution. You said since 20... Okay, congratulations, man. It's, still, it's almost February. Like, you know... Like, hey, I mean, it's, it's still... Hey, relax. It's relax. It's a step. Relax. relax. It's still January. So, um, I think um, it was this... It, he did this 5 a.m. workout to where, like, you wake up at 5 a.m. every day. And that just gives you more time to plan out your day a little bit mm. more. And what I want to do is I still want to do that 5 a.m. ritual, but more so cater that first... 15 minutes or 15 mm -hmm. to 20 minutes of the day to just meditate bro that's so important so the thing about me is is that like i always have a lot i'm an introvert for the most part introvert slash 
extrovert depending on the situation but the thing that um i'm having trouble with is really just like clearing my mind because i always have these thoughts I always have these ideas mm. like so how how does somebody go yes, about just bro, so one relaxing thing, one thing i realized that when i when i speak about meditation mm-hmm. the way i teach it is i i teach it depending on the person because Certain people need different types of meditation. Mm. Everybody likes a different kind of state. They want some people like being rare. Some people like well done. Same thing with meditation. Some people need a certain meditation. So for instance, my mom is a very angry person. So for her, when I teach her meditation, I have to teach her to embrace her anger and make it a good thing. Mm-hmm. For someone like yourself, where you have so much going on, you have to embrace that. Mm-hmm. You have to find a way to make those those thoughts that are that are rapid your friend. You have to mm-hmm. you have to really welcome them mm-hmm. in a way where you're embracing them. Because if you notice things that you give energy to will give energy right back to you right, right. yep but if you are like yo nah like mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not here mm-hmm. for none of that i'm actually i'm actually your friend i'm mm-hmm. actually i'm actually here to help you mm-hmm. they're going to succumb to you they're going to have they're going to feel the need to make you feel better because you mm-hmm. made them feel better mm-hmm. so it's like the the, the the energy that you give your thoughts they'll get right back to you because mm-hmm. you're essentially you're separate from your thoughts so if you say listen i am i embrace my thoughts mm-hmm. and you're writing this down i embrace my thoughts i appreciate my thoughts mm-hmm. my thoughts are slow i'm a slow person you're writing this stuff down. You're, you're seeing it. You're, so, you're breathing it. So writing helps with that. One hundred. I think. I think, for someone like you, writing before you meditate would be important. I write. I write, but I don't write before I meditate. Okay. I write. I write when um my thoughts are jumbled. Gotcha. So what happens is I have a journal to where I write up whenever I'm overwhelmed. I have a lot going on in my head. Like it's just like I write everything down. Hmm. Close it. Wait for like a day or two, come back to it and see if it's any patterns see, between the things that I write. That's crazy because I didn't even know that. Yeah. But with that being said, that I was able to, to acknowledge that mm-hmm. if you are someone who needs, um, you kind of need like a God, right? Mm-hmm. So if you were to guide yourself for the meditation and say, I am patient. Yes, I, that's what I do. I, I do I am statements yeah. every day. And you do yeah. that and you give an intention to that and you mm-hmm. breathe that. And you really believe that mm-hmm. the energy behind that, bro, mm-hmm. you you'll accomplish meditation every mm-hmm. single time you want to accomplish meditation. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be about getting it done. You're not like the point is to, is to not get it done. You mm-hmm. won't you won't ever get anything done. But the point is to to take the time to take control and to breathe, and that will be your meditation. And I, oh, I, I promise see. you, man, you do that, you will you will see immediate results. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Wait, Complete so what, what what types of people does meditation help more? So is it just like an every person thing, or is it like a certain type of like? person Man, every that person meditation would be better for like you know obviously p- different people deal with different levels of stress is meditation just like something that everybody should just do normally like on a day-to-day basis or maybe every other day or is it just like something you should do only when you're feeling very stressed or is it just something that's naturally just good to do on a regular basis to keep you from getting mm-hmm. that stress you know what i mean? feel like i, mean, I feel of- like it's to do it when you're stressed, I feel like that's the worst time to do it. I feel like it's the worst time to do it. I feel like it's the worst time to do it. Because me, I get stressed all the time. Like, you know, like, example, my bed at home, like, I'm cool with everything. But, like, if somebody is, like, they come in the house and they just sit on my bed when I got, like, a chair right here, that stresses me out. If you spill something on my bed, that's just, like, I shouldn't get that upset, though. But, um... Me, my mind, it ticks mm. really quickly. Like, I'm always thinking about something. Like, I'll overanalyze stuff. Mm. I'll think too hard about it. I'll make a situation that's this big turn into something that it never should even got to. And mm. see, that, that's why meditation is important because it helps you recognize those things before it even gets there. It's mm-hmm. like, if you're to take the time... Um, all right, so let me answer your question first. I think meditation can be for anybody. I think like, just like jogging can mm-hmm. be for anybody and anybody should jog mm-hmm. for, for physical exercise. 
thing with meditation. A lot of people jog. People jog for meditation. I mean, for for a sense of meditation, for mm-hmm. a sense of physical well-being, for a sense of relaxation, for a sense of avoiding any physical elements in the in the, in the, in the future. Mm-hmm. Same with meditation. Um, you do it to relax. You do it to in, avoid any mental elements. Um, and then t- second part to your to, to your statement, I think that going back to what I was talking about, the science behind it, right? If you're meditating because you recognize the science behind it. There will be no point for you to even have to get to those points where mm-hmm. the small things are turning to the big things. Um, so what do you think is uh, best practices when it comes to like, so I'm sorry, I feel that people don't realize like part of that mental health is what you put into your body. Correct? Mm, yes. So that actually helps with the meditation. Yeah. 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 So I want you to kind of expand on what do you feel like are the best things to put in your body to make sure that you're able to meditate? So wow. so meditation, um, it can be hard to meditate. If you, so, when I when I when I was talking about oneness, uh, I was speaking about a complete oneness with your body, mm-hmm. your body, your mind, and your and your soul. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when it comes to oneness, can you just give a definition of what you feel like oneness is? I think oneness is having a complete control and awareness of your mind your body and your soul okay. and, and make sure that's all aligned okay you don't want any of them to be conflicting with each other is it um, kind of like chakras it, it can't yes that's a that's a that's a physical way of like monitoring it mm-hmm. that's a that's a that's a oh, practical sorry, for, for people in the back that don't really know what chakras means um can we expand on that a little yes bit? so you have you have you have seven energy chakras um it's a lot more spiritual than than what i'm saying right now but mm-hmm. just for the sake of the viewers who might not be aware it's just a way of essentially monitoring your 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 body and your mind so you start at the bottom which is the red chakra that's the the ground energy that's the that's the human level that's mm-hmm. the um you're feeling safe you're feeling like you have a home a place to stay then you go all to the top which is the, the crown chakra and that's complete oneness when all seven are aligned mm-hmm. so when i speak about oneness i'm speaking about mind body and soul but mm-hmm. yeah oneness with the with the chakras gotcha but um so it, it can be hard to meditate if you're if you physically don't feel right if you physically have a tummy ache and you and you just don't feel good you, mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard to meditate so so anything like. so I think we have to be aware we're putting our bodies um, and I would say what you want to focus on is an alkaline diet so you want to make sure that your body is is at mm. its most optimal level and it's most it's at its most alkaline level acidic versus alkaline mm-hmm. you don't you want the body to be less acidic because if you're at acidic level mm-hmm. you're more prone to injury you're more prone to disease you're more prone to stress anxiety if it's more alkaline which is means you're more you're more clean mm-hmm. um you're less prone to anxiety mm-hmm. depression and you're more receptive to meditating something can you give like a few examples of those alkaline versus acidic things that you yeah, that we put in our bodies for sure so soda Acidic, mm-hmm. um, alcohol. What about like ginger ale though? Cause ginger ale probably be good for the spirit. <laughs> That's acidic. That's the definitely spirit. acidic. It's definitely acidic, bro. It's definitely acidic, man. It's definitely acidic. Um, your, your fried chickens. Listen, I'm not saying you're not eating any of this stuff, but I'm saying um, you don't want to put it. You want to have everything in moderation. But anyway. Anything that's, that, that, that you wouldn't deem as healthy mm-hmm. is probably on the aesthetic uh, scale. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I encourage people to look into Dr. Sebi. Dr. Sebi's a my huge... Man. Yeah, my man, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a huge resource. He, cure, he cured, cured cancer. Cured HIV. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. But he cured HIV. He cured HIV. Indeed, then he did. Then killed them. Indeed, he did. Okay. He, 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 he <laughs> is somebody that you all should go to. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not as well versed as he is, but that's probably my tip. Uh, just for just for the shameless plug, Dr. Selby's website is drselbysellfood.com. 
So please, like there's a lot of natural products on there. <laughs> so if you all want to really be in tune with your body, Dr. Selby, S-E-B-I-S, sellfood.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard what he said. Go to Doctor Selby's. Mm. Get you right. You know what I mean? Mm. But yes, yes. <laughs> health, and, health, and, health and wellness is health and wellness is important. Mental health is just as important as your physical health. So yes, you want to make mm. sure both Tut- of those are aligned, and you want to make sure that you know you're living that lifestyle. Mm. Yo, you so you saw you talking about putting like the important stuff in your body to be able to meditate stuff like that. I realized that you you work a lot with meditation. You talked about that. But man, like so, like the health and the wellness. Mm-hmm. I feel like meditation is important, but health and wellness is a whole different beast. Mm-hmm. But you know, you need to be health and wellness in order to be able to meditate properly. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the intake. So like, and I'm not gonna like. I know it's very broad again, so I'm gonna make it very specific. But like, for people like myself, which I can only speak from personal experience, of course. people that want to be healthy, we really want to. Mm-hmm. Like, we we want to get right, mm-hmm. but we so used to being from Alabama and eating fried chicken and bacon and pork yeah. and yeah. everything that tastes good but that may not necessarily be good for you. Mm-hmm. What's like some, some things we can really do to break those habits so and like get right? That goes back to my original first statement. Mm-hmm. Um, we as people have a body. We were born with this body and it has mm-hmm. automatic functions that we have to do because the body does it. But we as people also have the ability to influence and mm-hmm. not you know, make those things always automatic. For instance, your breathing. So same thing with the mindset towards the eating healthy. You have to make, you have to change the mindset on it. Yo, those things taste great. Don't get me wrong. I like all of it. But I also recognize the awareness of my body. My body needs the cleansing. My body needs yeah. the healthy. Mm-hmm. So a way of doing that, doing that is to, is to change your mindset. Change yeah. your mindset, change your reality. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have, people have to be aware that it, you have to play chess, chess with yourself. You might, you, you might, it might, it might feel good in the moment, but trust and believe. Later on down the road, that will impact you. So exactly. what you want to do is you want to put things in your body that will allow you to have success in the mm-hmm. future. Mm-hmm. You just have to. You like my mindset is I want, I want to be able to thank myself in the future or thank myself when I'm like 70. Like I thank Takai for making sure he did what he had to do when he was 22. I think to yeah. cat, the little action <laughs> the, right there. Right? The thing is, like, I think that we all know our body always tells us when it's not always. Right. And I think that goes back to your being in tune with your oneness, yes. like knowing like what your body needs, knowing what you need mentally, knowing what you need physically. Like personally, like when I eat out too much, my body would be like, true. Yo, relax, relax. <laughs> yeah. Like, you need some greens yeah. in your system. Yeah. Like, you need to cook something. But, dog, we in Brooklyn, man. Like, you got a checkers right here. You got a food truck right there. But, you got the bodega that's right the, there. that's the thing about New York, though. That's why it's one of the most stressful cities on the planet Earth, in my opinion. Because, like, you just on the go 24-7. It's, but probably, it's probably easier than you know, man. Because yeah. it's like, one. I, I thought it was very hard, too. But once I, like, opened up to it, it's like it found me. Everywhere I go, man, I'm going to find a juice bar. Everywhere I go, I'm gonna find that place that's like even working in Midtown, man. Mm-hmm. I it's found I found the perfect little mom and pop shop mm-hmm. with the perfect amount of health that I need to go whenever I need something. Only because for one, I did my research, but for two, I'm attuned to it. I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm gonna walk around and I'm gonna look. I'm gonna ask. Yeah, my health is the number one priority for me, man. So I'm gonna do what I gotta do to, to get yeah, man, there. Sh- shout out to the juice bar, man. Cause yeah. Each man put me on the juice bar. This dude <laughs> downstairs that just crushed the vegetables up so great, make it to a juice form. Cause yeah, I don't like raw yeah, vegetables, yeah. but man, this man is with the nuts, the berries, the fruits, and the herbs. <laughs> can you can you just can you be more specific? Yeah. Can you give us? 
just some good snacks, yes. spots, go-tos. Yes. Cause yes. I swear I be at work, man. This man be over here eating fruits and berries <laughs> at work. I'm not <laughs> even playing with Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I'm big on if you. I like dried cranberries. I like um, cashews. I Cashew like almonds. Dude, right. Yeah. Um, a, a go-to snack of mine is mangoes. You know, some fresh mangoes. I'm a huge fan of smoothies. I go to a place called Doctor Smooth. Um, you can pretty much just Google juice bar near me. And wherever mm-hmm. I wherever I go, that's my first thing. If I'm somewhere new, I Google juice bar near me or mm-hmm. okay. or, organic restaurant near me. Um, okay. And I pick their brains when I'm there, and I ask around. I'll go to Whole Foods and ask questions about mm-hmm. things I should eat. And um, I like goji berries. Goji berries are amazing. Goji berries, alkaline water, um, juices. So that I like, essential. All day, every day, baby. <laughs> my, my, my go-to drink is like a, a, a root juice. So it has like beets, okay. it has ginger, it has carrot, apple, and lemon. Um, one of my favorite drinks. Yeah, I'll write that down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And everything. So um, when it comes to uh, when that discipline, um, I feel like you're in a place to where like you got all those parasites out your body. So like now you're pretty prone, you're pretty tuned in into like what your body needs at this point. Um, what was that process like? And what is your diet now? For sure. So that process was uh, at first it was it was tough. Actually, no. Let me let me stop lying. It was actually easier than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Because for me, eating cool was cool. I mean, eating eating good was cool. Like I would go to school and people would be like, "Yo, this dude got a Whole Foods bag." So to me, I made something that was cool. And to this day, it's still cool to me to walk out of Whole Foods with a Whole Foods bag and mm-hmm. be a black, Af- you know, I mean, African American guy. Of course, especially you know like what I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Whole Foods yeah. is expensive. Right, 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 right. Exactly. You know, that's a whole other topic <laughs> yeah, about, yeah. especially. In the black community, eating right. healthy. Yes. When we way more prone to like diabetes, and we just eat all kinds mm-hmm. of fried chicken and rich. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I mean, I, I just so, so for me, I make it cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think like it's, I think it's the dopest thing in the world, mm-hmm. and I love showcasing that. So mm-hmm. I, I make sure I go somewhere and I make sure I'm throwing it on Snap or Instagram, mm-hmm. um, just for the sake of for one feeling good, but for two inspiring somebody, and then um. My bad, I forgot your second follow-up question to that. The second question oh. was just what's your diet now? Yes. What's your diet um, now? So I would say 80% of my diet is fruits, fruits veggies, mm-hmm. nuts, wall grains, and 20% is whatever else I want to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, I am soon going to convert to a full-time vegan or eating eating, eating a lot wow. more eating a lot more vegan meals. I don't know if I'm going to be full-time vegan, I but a lot that, more man. vegan meals. Yo, power Brun- tea, brunch bro. in New York be lit. Yo, Yo, that's true. I'm going to get my chicken and waffles, <laughs> man. Hey, can I get grilled chicken I this time? <laughs> Everything in moderation, man. Everything in moderation. I, I, I enjoy brunch. I enjoy the finer things in life, mm-hmm. but I also know that... Like I said, when I'm 60 or 70, bro, I don't want nobody taking care of me. Mm. I want to be solid. I want to, you know what I mean? I want to still. You want to be that fit grandpa. I want to be that fit grandpa. <laughs> I feel you, bro. You're you know going to live probably longer than. you definitely going to live longer than me. <laughs> yeah, he's going to stop. Storm over there started vaping on the weekend. Whoa, <laughs> like, where did that come from? But anyway, like, first of all, it is a natural mango vape. Listen, okay? Nothing is natural about Very it. Very terrible for you, but it feels great in the moment. So anyway, I like the word that you said. Um, Said moderation for sure. It really stuck out to me because I feel like that is what people. That's another method people can use in order to get better. Sometimes, like they want to be so healthy that they just flip the script and go cold turkey, mm-hmm. and it's like I ain't no more of that stuff I love. I know yeah, I love yeah. that. See, nah, that's yeah. not, you don't. Do that's that. not you the way to do it. it. You, you don't. You don't want to ever shock your body. Exactly. You, you shock your body, and your body's gonna react in a way. Your body talk to you. It's like being on any type of drug. Right. right. You've been on drugs. Like you've been smoking weed. You do crack. I feel like it's the same effect. You're gonna. You're gonna have to detox. Yes. Like it's gonna be that period of where you shaking. Right. Like, I need this. I need that. When, you, when in real life, you really don't need it. Yeah. You. You. I don't. I'm not saying everyone has to be a vegan, man. I'm just saying. 
Eat more plants. Listen, mm. eat, eat more like whatever every meal. Try to eat spinach. You know, mm. like try to throw some spinach in there. A, a handful, a, yeah, lo- a lot. I of remember it. you. Mm. T- yeah, he you t- know, like gave what, me a little diet. Yeah, spinach, spinach come in those packs to where like it looked like a lot, but once you cook it, <laughs> you like yeah. Don't cook it. Don't, don't <laughs> this cook is it. only good for the day. Don't cook it's it. Only good eat, for the eat, day. It, eat it raw, man. Listen, you want a raw diet, <laughs> a raw fresh diet. You that can put a whole pack of spinach in a pot. And that's gonna be good for the day. <laughs> you a raw, fresh diet. Yo, man. that's real, man. Bro. You don't even gotta cook it. Just raw, raw, fresh veggies. You know, mm. you want to drink a lot of juice, fresh, organic juice, man. Even if you eat not nonsense, try to go for two juices a day. You know, mm-hmm. you can, you can eat, you can eat some nonsense, but try to juice every day if you can. Every other day, yeah. smoothies. Like you know, make sure you're getting some nutrients. People are more content with feeling full than getting nutrients and I want more nutrients than feeling full mm-hmm. yeah I think just to add on to that um, like I said your body will tell you like yo you need to make a change but it's all about listening to your body and just being in tune with yourself like personally when I eat out too much my body would be like like even like the me thinking about food it'll be like you don't want that you don't want those oxtails <laughs> you don't want that pizza like you need, like you need you need you need a salad go get a salad go for get a sure. salad please for me for, sure. for me for please sure. like and I think that it's important to, like you said, moderation. Moderation is key. Like, we're not saying, like, just cut off all the brunches, all the dinners you go to. But it's just, like, if it's just, like, starting off by during the week, I'm going to just cook for myself. Yes. On the weekends, I'm gonna just, I am gonna can eat out then. Mm-hmm. Do stuff like that. Because I've learned that your body feels a lot better when you're on a schedule. And you can control the way your body feels. Agreed. It's just all about listening to it. Like, when they say that abs are made in the um kitchen not in the gym like that shit is so true like everybody's walking around like why can i get abs why can i do this because it's about what you put in your body it's about what you put in your body so it's just like your body is always telling you what it wants what it needs it's just all about you being in tune with it enough and having a discipline to just be like you know what maybe i'm gonna do something different maybe i'm gonna just do a shake today maybe i'm gonna just have fish tonight or salmon tonight Maybe I'm gonna just lay off on the starches. And like you, it's really important. And you can start off. You can start off small. You know, um, you don't have to necessarily just eat straight fish. Mm. If there's anything in particular that's mm. on, a physical thing that you were feeling, it's your body talking to you. Mm. So let's say, for instance, I give an example. Recently, I've been feeling like a not a pain, but something in my kidneys or my liver, um, both actually. Mm. And I didn't know what it was, so I started researching like natural ways to mm. heal the kidneys or the liver. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been doing research on it. And it gave me a, a few dietary su- supplements to look into, like ginger, goji berries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've been taking those things because my body has been saying we need something for that particular area. Yeah, I feel a lot better. I feel great. So I feel That's like a, we, I feel like we as people okay. need to, you That's know what I mean? Fact. So listen to your body. Yes. That's a fact. That's yes. a fact. It's been, it. it's been time when my kidneys were hurting, and I was like, all right, I've probably been drinking too much. Mm-hmm. So like maybe, uh, maybe I need to. So like something I do every day. I do black seed oil. That's crazy. So black seed oil, I do the, I do the vitamins. So you take one um, after breakfast and you take one after dinner and it helps your immune health. It helps your body overall mm-hmm. and I take a multivitamin every day. Black so like seed. doing little shit like that like helps your body so okay. much so much more in the long term. Agree. So just to kind of, you know, just kind of so everybody else that listeners mm-hmm. can get, you know, because we've been talking about a lot of meditation, a lot of health and wellness. Probably can be confusing if you're just taking all this information in really mm-hmm. quickly. So can you just Top three things Absolutely. to be an expert meditation. Top three things yes. to be health and wellness, yes. just so everybody's on one track. That was six. Um, all right. So the first thing, this, this, the most, the most important thing, man, the most is your breathing, like mindfully taking the time mm-hmm. to breathe, which okay. is so simple, 
But it's like most things. Most things are that 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 people are trying to accomplish is extremely simple. Mm. So breathing, breathing, okay. inhale three seconds, hold for three seconds, mm-hmm. exhale for four. Mm-hmm. Slowing, taking the time to slow down. That's number one. And you saying you can do this anywhere? You correct? can do this wherever you are, cool. whatever you're doing at any given moment. You can take a breath, um, and it'll help. Two, number two. Um, Eat well. So I say eat a lot more greens, a lot more mm-hmm. raw, fresh veggies. Um, you mm-hmm. want to juice. You want to. You want to make sure those those things are. If you don't, if you don't like veggies, put them in a juice. Put them in a smoothie. Mm-hmm. Everything organic, natural. And three, um, do the research on the body. So if there's mm-hmm. anything in particular and that's bothering you, and people know what that thing is. Yep. For, for some, it's their abs. For some, it's trying to get abs. Do the research on how to do those things naturally. Do mm-hmm. the research on how to how to make your body feel better so that it can have a better you can have a better relationship with your body. So breathing, eating, and research. Yep. Yes, sir. That's perfect, man. That's that's perfect, man. First of all, you know, again, man, I really appreciate you sharing that story. Um, you know, obviously that that's coming from a really deep place right there. Mm-hmm. Um, you painted the picture right there. Mm-hmm. That's. I can't even imagine to begin like how you felt and just to see where you are right now compared to where you could be. You could have harnessed that, been you know angry at the world. For sure. You you meditation and health and wellness now, but you could just as well be two blocks over getting ready to you know what I mean. Yeah, for sure. Let it, let that it, was the way it was going. Exactly, yeah. and and also I appreciate Ba you know coming on with that story too as well. Like it's a struggle that I probably will never understand. Hopefully. You know, God's grace that I will never understand mm-hmm. that. Some everybody has their own different battle, mm-hmm. coming from different walks of life, which is why I really appreciate the made men. Is that men like this can get together? And we can have these conversations. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I hope that this really kind of gave people some insight on what they can do for health and wellness. Um, what they can do as far as dealing with that stress and that anger, with the meditation. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that, man. Um, and just really quickly as well. Go ahead. I appreciate you all. Um, but I, I, I know you all have something very special here, man. And I think you guys would be absolute fools if you didn't capitalize and take this to the to the to the, to the utmost highest degree. Because a lot of people can and will benefit from this, especially people in our community. So mm-hmm. Thank you all. Like a I shout out to me, Ben, right there. I appreciate that. I want you to get your brand out there. Let's talk about what you do. Yeah, like, tell, tell us, them where to follow you. Real quick, like, real quick spill on, you know, the yeah. whole action, man. Let's, let's, let's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So you can follow me. My name is Takai Dryden. That's my, my personal page. It's T-A-C-A-I Dryden, D-R-Y-D-N. And then um, Mingi Zingi is the the page that I'm, I'm working on right now. I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure everything out, but you can follow us there. Mingi mm-hmm. Zingi, you have a website. Um, Mingi Zingi is the what now? What is that? The Instagram handle. Okay. The Instagram handle. But what is Mingi Zingi? Though? Oh, got you. So Mingi Zingi is a lifestyle brand that I've created okay. with, with a co-founder. His name's Caleb Edgio. Um, the Mingi, shout out to Caleb. Yes, sir. Shout out to Caleb. The Mingi is the meditation, the mindfulness, and the observing of the arts. Mm-hmm. Zingi is the, the yoga, the jujitsu, playing chess, the ground energy. So it's like yin and yang, mindfulness and zen, but Mingi Zingi can't have one without the other. That's catchy, bro. Um, I like that. Zingi, right? Zingi. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and what we've been able to do is actually host events for different colleges where we'll go in, especially for the black community. We'll go in and we'll have days of wellness. Mm-hmm. We'll teach meditation, we'll teach yoga, and talk about how to be healthier. Um, Complementing with um, nutritional foods and a, a panel discussion. Mm-hmm. We've done that at least six universities so far. Um, we've done it in a few um, 
corporations which we plan to expand upon and we also teach have a service where we teach meditation for relationships people in relationships or independent people as well mm-hmm. that's real man appreciate it's that. a lot going on man support black business that's what we all about on here <laughs> takai caleb like i've sat in a, i've sat in a session with them mm-hmm. and the way they're able to bring a peace of mind like it was the first time i was able to readily receive meditations mm-hmm. um so uh definitely highly recommend please follow please support um thank you again thank you. for coming on here hey but once again this is storm Batista, and this is ba and we are may man, man podcast bringing you everything that we think every man should know no matter if you're white black skinny or fat these are the facts and everything that we think every man of the 21st century should know about savings, investing, dating, and everything else in between. Y'all stay tuned.